Yo, I'm fun. This is Alan Ev. Enjoy. Okay, we are live from UK, from Hildenborough, close to Tombridge and Seven Oaks, in Kent, in England. This ain't New Zealand, baby. Wagwan. Wagwan, man. Nah, how are you, Sam? How you going? I'm good. How are you? Good. I really appreciate you coming on here to deliver an absolutely spectacular part two of our travel series on the podcast. Um, <laughs> how are you? What's been happening, man? You know, how are you? How's life? How was the first week going overseas for you? It's been really good. It's a bit surreal being um, international flights and being not in New Zealand. <laughs> New Zealand. Mm. Um, but it's pretty cool because we've done a lot of little touristy things <laughs> this week and it's really cool. Been so, enjoying it? Yeah. yeah. I've been enjoying it. I've been enjoying the summer. It's good to be uh, in shorts and a t-shirt or no shirt, getting some sun on my skin. Uh, good to be better uh, compared to the start of the week. <clears throat> it's not COVID. Not COVID. Um <laughs> But yeah, it's good to be. Thank goodness. Good to be here in the summer, and good to be here with um, family and doing stuff as well. Yeah, it's exciting. I'm loving it. So today, the podcast that we've got lined up for everyone, Sam, Samuel, Samantha, is um, a little part two to our travel series, which is what it's going to sort of become. Um, and it's talking about the flight over, so the long haul flight. Talking about getting sick. Uh, talking about booking. Uh, when we did the first episode, we sort of talked about what we had lined up, what we were thinking of, but we hadn't actually booked 90% of it. Now we've booked all of it. Yeah. Accommodation flight. So we're going to talk about that. Uh, that's mainly you're going to be your domain because uh, your man over here did nothing um, <laughs> while that booking was being done. Not my forte. Talk about that as well. And then what was the last thing we were going to talk about? It was something to do with budgeting. Oh, yeah. Budgeting. Yeah. So before that, let's let's just talk about sort of the last week that's been in terms of getting over here and, and what we've been up to. So um, we sort of, we flew out, what was it, Saturday afternoon at four o'clock. Yeah. We were at the airport at one, got there a few hours early, just as well because uh, for our chicken, we went into the wrong place to chicken. We waited for an hour and a half in the wrong line. Yeah. So just if you are <laughs> flying Longhorn, you have connecting flights. Just because your overall flight is with Emirates, if your first one is with Qantas, you need to be in the Qantas line. A little bit of a pro tip for the travellers out there and travellers to be. Um, so just as well, we allow, allowed that extra time at the airport and then sort of got through, got onto the flight. Three and a half hour trip to Sydney, had a couple hours, uh, couple hours like layover. Is that what it's yeah, called? Yeah, it wasn't long. Yeah. Got couple hours food. transit in the airport, got some food, and then jumped on a 14 and a half hour flight to Dubai. But that was actually 13 hours 50 in the end. We actually had a fast trip, and so that, so that was good. And then had a two hour layover, and then jumped on our last leg from Dubai to uh, Gatwick, so London. Which was um, like seven hours. Yes, yeah, it was supposed to be seven and a half, and it was six hours 50 or seven, seven again, so it was good. Um, the flight was good for me. I actually had a really good experience, a really good flight. I think I, I sort of made a joke to my sister one time when we were 13, we came over to visit my brother. We flew over by ourselves. I'd been concussed like a month and a bit earlier and I was worried about the plane and I was still quite claustrophobic. 
I still am, but just I was quite claustrophobic then at the time and took sleeping pills or like not sleeping pills, but like herbal remedy yeah, stuff. Like <laughs> and I rescue took, remedy, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, rescue remedy. I took way too much. I got plane <laughs> sickness and in Singapore I had to get an injection on my bum. So I think any long haul flight compared to that feels really good. But this one, I, I genuinely loved it. Like everything mm. just went so well for me. So touch wood, which I'm sitting on, um, it'll be really good for the rest of the trip and on the way back. But it was good for me. I really enjoyed it. How was it for you, Sam? Yeah, it was re- it was really good. Surprisingly, like enjoyable to be mm. honest. Like I was expecting to get a little bit agitated, yeah. but it was actually fine. Um, and we had like a few things in place to make it as easy as it as possible to be on the flight for that long. Yeah, we were going to talk about that after the week, but I reckon we may as well sort of go into yeah, it now. I think so. I um, I think the biggest dub for me, the biggest win, was saving Stranger Things season four for the flight. Like genuinely. We both had like them downloaded on our phones and then we'd press go at the same time and yeah, watch. Yeah, line it up. Yeah, watch the whole thing together. But it was so good because it was. we had sort of 14, 21, we had like 24 hours of flying plus a couple changeovers. And I think the biggest thing for me, my, so we can talk about our different strategies or mm. tips or whatever, and I know you disagree with some of them for me. My biggest thing was save Stranger Things for the flight, which I did. Um, cause that was seven, pretty much seven hours of They're something. They're long was, episodes. Yeah, so really keen to watch. Was Actually good. longer than that cause there's hour and a half ones. Yeah. It but good. it was, it was something I was really keen to watch. Like it wasn't like just movies. It wasn't just was a movie on the for plane. The sake of it. it was something I'd been waiting to watch. So that was the first thing I did. The second thing I did, which I thought was really important was, uh, have heaps of different types of entertainment or distraction for the plane. So one thing that I've done in the past is had like one thing to do and then you get sick of it when you're sitting in the same place doing the same thing, even even if you enjoy it. So uh, for me, I was like, okay, I've got Stranger Things to watch. Obviously, there's the movies on the plane, but I won't watch those. I've got magazines to read. I've got books to read. I've got my Nintendo to play uh, and I've got sleep I can do. I've got brainstorming on the podcast. I can do a podcasting or I, I had a whole heap of things I could do and I didn't end up doing most of them, but it was good because I knew I could if I wanted to. So the, the main sort of things I did on the flight was watch stranger things, sleep, and then in little breaks where like Sam was sleeping or whatever, I had a little quick play on the Nintendo. Um, and then when we were sort of, getting ready for landing on those flights i didn't really like watching stranger things on all in because you just get interrupted by all these announcements even though you've got your own headphones on so i really liked especially in that sort of landing and the 10 15 minutes where you have to wait for everyone to get off the plane just reading the magazine was super chill so those were sort of the main things i did in terms of the entertainment you were reading and watching stranger things eh? yeah and i think like this was the first time I've read off a Kindle and borrowed my dad's and it's such a good investment because it doesn't take up much room in your bag. It's like not heavy, like a book and you can buy so many books and they're like five bucks. Yeah. So that was like a huge help for me. Um, my strategy was just sleeping when I can, like I was in the middle seat for both of the long haul flights. So just, (laughs) so it's kind of a bit more tricky to like lean anywhere to sleep. So I just like, 
tried to sleep when I could and not like plan it out with the hours when we're going to land and stuff. Um, and then another little thing that I found was just going for a walk up and down the plane to go to the bathroom, like Mm. every couple hours or when you're starting to get a bit like fidgety, um, just to stretch your legs and stuff. And I know Finn did it in the bathroom, did a couple of squats, didn't you? Yo, actually so (laughs) legit. The movement thing was such a big thing for me too. So every sort of, whenever I thought about it, I'd do like calf pumps and like sitting like where I was on the plane, just sort of calf pumps and stretch the legs out kept moving through positions like different random seating positions even when I wasn't uncomfortable just because if you be proactive then you never sort of get to the point where you are uncomfortable Mm. whereas if you're just sitting there then all of a sudden you're uncomfortable you've already kind of lost the battle so I was always sort of moving my positions sort of always wiggling my toes taking your shoes off honestly is like something you wouldn't necessarily think about but it's, it's so much better on a flight personally um I, um, walking up and down like you said and then legit yeah. yeah in the bathroom I would go to the bathroom and I would do like all a couple counter poses so like if you're sitting down standing up and stretching backwards is really good or reaching up to the sky or touching your toes touching your toes mm. yeah doing all this sort of stuff and then at one point yeah I literally did 50 squats <laughs> and like shadow box I was like I just need to move my body because I've been sitting down all this time. And then in the airports, when you do have those layovers, going for a big walk, mm. um, getting food and stretching your legs, so important, and just not just sitting down like you have been on the plane. Yeah. I am, I also found, I'm not sure if you would do this, but like us gals, I bought in a few toiletries for in the bathroom so that I just like felt refreshed. So I like had a makeup wipe. Oh my gosh, not you're doing was, the face masks. Yeah, and... we had face masks on the plane and like I brushed my teeth like, at the end of the flight, you know, just to make you feel a little bit more mm. refreshed. Um, the face mask, honestly, so, so good. <laughs> They're yeah, so I hydrating. Right, I opened my eyes and turned around. Oh my gosh, what is that? <laughs> Two ghosts next to me. My sister and Sam with their little like face sheets mask, face sheet yeah. covered in something, little eye holes. I was like, oh my god. <laughs> um, and then bringing snacks on the plane—that's a massive one because. You get hungry (laughs) and it gives you something to do and not all the time. Like I ate most all my plain food pretty much, but not everyone loves it. Yeah. So it's just good to have. Pretty average. And even. Saves money too, actually at the airports. Yeah. And even just for the fact of having something that you like and you know you'll like to eat. From home. Yeah. Yeah. Or just that. So yeah. From anywhere that you sort of know and recognize, like if it's a Snickers bar or if it's M&M's. Especially after plain food, which isn't familiar and Loki looks disgusting. Often it actually tastes all right. Finn had these oats. Oh, like yeah, I got scrambled eggs and he got the oats. Oh, muesli. And it just looked like and vomit. It was like actual vomit. <laughs> and I saw it and then this chick behind me wanted it. She's like, oh, I want the muesli. And the um, airplane host was like, oh, we have none left. And I turned around and I was like, you can have mine. I haven't opened it. I've just looked at it. You can have it. <laughs> And she's like, oh, no, 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 it's all good. I was like, are you sure? She wouldn't take it. And so I was like, well, sweet then. And I ended up (laughs) eating it. It was actually all good. But, yeah, it just looks disgusting. So having something that looks nice and tastes nice, you know, uh, Jordan Papa, JP, wouldn't be too happy with me saying it. But, you know, just taking some M&M's or Snickers or whatever, just. Kit Kats. We had Kit Kats. Oh, and gum. Oh, and chewing gum. I think most people know that. But that's good when you're landing, like, with popping your ears and stuff. Yeah, I think um, for you, it was sleeping as much as possible. For me, I was looking at 
okay, we're getting into England at 12 o'clock in the day, so I'm going to have to stay up for another eight hours pretty much because you want to stay up as much as possible once you get there, depending on what time uh, you were getting in. For us, we were getting in the day, so stay up as much as possible. And I was sort of like, okay, I don't really need to sleep on the first flight. Like I can if I want to uh, have a little nap. But then on that long flight to Dubai, I really am going to want to have half of that flight sleeping. Ideally, the second half of that flight would be sleeping. Um, but I got on the flight and ended up being tired. So I was like, okay, like I'm not going to fight the fact that I'm tired on a plane. Sorry, just had to check this was still on. Don't worry, your phone wasn't glitching if you're listening to this. Um, I wasn't going to fight the fact that I was tired on a plane, so I slept and I ended up getting sort of four hours and then I got a, woke up and then got another couple hours along the way and then Stranger Things took care of the rest of the flight had a good stretch of the walks on the plane, uh, on that little transit. And then from Dubai to London, again, got another few hours, uh, but sort of did it so that I got another couple of hours and I got a bit of rest right before we landed. And then once I did that, like I ended up having, you know, a good few hours over the plane ride. I was feeling good. Uh, and I had had my secret weapons of coffee. So coffee. Yeah, this was a weird move. This was a weird move for Sam. For me, it was straightforward because I've done this before, but I didn't do it because I didn't drink coffee at the time. I still am not a coffee drinker, but I can drink coffee. And so I was sort of like, okay, coffee makes you stay awake. Mm. Like it literally makes you more alert, makes you stay awake. So I was like, if I have a coffee, then I'll be alert for the next sort of six, eight hours. Uh, and then my like energy will fade right before xyz so i did that on the dubai i did that on a flight um and then ended up being really tired for the next flight which was perfect and then i did it again i think i don't even know if i did it before london but whatever i did the flight worked perfectly for me all those things really helped me and i was able to stay up till 9 30 on that first night that we got in last week and I it crashed. wasn't even a struggle the girls crashed they were a bit more struggle street than me, but they still did like really good to get yeah. to like eight, eight or what? Oh, uh, seven. Oh, seven. <laughs> seven o'clock. But then, I had a good. We had a good long sleep. Like I woke up at four forty in the morning, which was pretty good. Yeah, and we sort of slept through to four thirty, five o'clock, which was yeah, really, really good. That's a big win. Um, mm. The other things that helped me, uh, everyone sort of knows, I really like exercise. I'm really into that. Uh, and to me, I was like, you know, you're going to be on a plane for twenty four hours and cooped up and stuff uh so i did a pretty good i didn't have time in the end because i i mucked around but i did a pretty good hard run before the flight and then obviously moved around as much as i could on the flight between flights and then when we got in i went for a 10k a uh, little little jog a 5 to 10k jog uh, off the plane but that could be a walk for you that could be a bit of a gym or a hit for me, it was going for a jog. I went and did that. It was really nice, really chill in the countryside. And that sort of helped me as well set that circadian rhythm back up. So those were the sort of things that helped us on that long haul flight. The thing that happened though, um, sort of evidently, and I'm not surprised, you know, you've been sort of cooped up in your country, not really much access to any other countries or any other people for a few years. Then all of a sudden you're thrust into multiple long haul flights with air conditioning, no fresh air, crowded people, 
plus i don't know about anyone else but when i have a mask i always get like kind of head not head cold but head cold symptoms it's super weird i don't know if it's normal but for me i just always get like you a really get dry a scratchy throat yeah i get a bit claustrophobic when i have a mask on so what happened on the flight was i sort of ended up getting not until after the flight but the next day when i woke up and where we are now in England. He was, honestly, when he landed, he went for a run, had dinner, stayed yeah, up till like 9.30. I don't know how he did it. And then the next day it just kind of hit you, didn't it? And then next day it hit me like a ton of bricks. I got I got sick. Um, and, yeah, I think it was a combination of, you know, a little bit of tired and airports, but mainly fresh air, no fresh air, uh, wearing a mask for that long and being in that sort of crowded space for that long and around all these people and new germs I hadn't been exposed to for a while. I uh, just, I uh, yeah, literally got a sort of a sore throat, then a really sore throat. And I was like, oh my gosh, do I have COVID tested? Didn't have it, thankfully. Uh, and then it sort of went into a cough. And it was sort of a couple of days. I stayed home one day while you guys went to a little you castle nearby. All day. Uh, and slept which was super good and just you had a couple days of feeling rough and then um it was pretty rough you were a little bit sick yeah i was just like really tired you were sweating at night yeah had a couple nights of sweating yeah uh just like a little head cold turned into a little bit more and then got better but that was only a few days yeah um ate heaps drunk heaps of water walked around outside got heaps of fresh air got heaps of sun and uh, in the last couple of days, sort of been pretty much back to normal. I'm sort of 95%, still can hear it a little bit in my voice, a little bit nasally, and cough is pretty much gone. But went for a, a big run yesterday, which was really good. Um, and back to where I am now. I think the biggest thing on that was just being aware that. Just be prepared for it. Yeah, you yeah. probably are going to get a little bit of something like that on the flight. And if you do, that's okay. Yeah. Like, stressing won't do anything. No. And you can't really prevent it. Like, I got a sore yeah. throat just from the air conditioning, I think, yeah. and then it was gone. Just a matter of sort of recognizing that it might happen and having some things in place, like drinking a lot of water. Or bringing strepsils or something. Yes, yeah. stocking up on strepsils or whatever before or after you get it, you know, and that sh- it is what it is. But that's sort of the long-haul fight. That's sort of the getting sick. The other thing we wanted to talk about in terms of our update was obviously the budgeting, but before that was the booking of things. So last time when we talked in part one if you haven't listened it was a really popular episode actually so go check that out it'll be in the little show notes um part one of the sort of travel diaries we talked about what we were thinking of doing Mm. and we said you know we've got these things sort of lined up hadn't booked them or actually locked them in and then thinking of a couple other things but this week sam has been very hard at work which i very much appreciate booking in with my sister uh, booking in all of the cool things that we were going to do. So she's going to spend a couple couple minutes sort of talking to you about all that. Yeah. So um, Maddie, Finn's sister, was a massive help with this um, because I haven't been over over here before and done this travel. So And Maddie has. So that's a tip number one is actually getting some help from someone that has done it before and can give you all the little tips and tricks on where to book and what to look for. Mm. So we had... Um, we had like five days from, so we're doing a canal trip with the fam and then we're doing two days in Nice with Maddie. And then after that, we had Monaco. about, yeah, we had about five days to get to Paris for Lollapalooza. And we kind of just said, oh, we'll just do whatever and like train back 
to Paris, which isn't the reality of what it is. Um, so with Maddie had a look and she kind of found all the, the cheapest trains to different places, um, which was really cool. The first place that we ended up booking is a little, little town in Italy called Ventimiglia. Ventimiglia. Yeah, I struggle pronouncing it. Ventimiglia. If there's any Italians who listen to this, please send us how to say it. (laughs) Send us a voice memo on Eleanor's podcast. Have us for dinner. (laughs) Yeah. Oh yeah. (laughs) Take me out to dinner. Um, and then from Ventimiglia, we're going to Milan for a day and a half, so two nights there. But we get there quite late and then we go from Milan to Venice for again a day and a half and then from Venice we fly to Paris and we've got four days in Paris I think and then we fly back to the UK and we're here for a week and a bit after that. So a big tip that really helped is having a laptop. So Finn obviously was bringing his laptop so I didn't bring mine. I've kind of just adopted it for the last three days. Um, but it is really helpful when booking things. It just makes it not as hard when you're like on a little screen on your phone. However, mm-hmm. if you're doing backpacking, it's obviously not necessary either. Um, it just really helped. Uh, and then looking at the fine prints when booking. So once we worked out, we did we paid for all the train tickets and paid for all the plane tickets to How get to these that? places. Um. It was like there was a $350 ticket train ride for both of us back to London. Uh, there was a $152 train ride for those three different places, which is pretty good for both. All our ACOM and plans for all that stuff was pretty much $1,500 each, eh? Yeah, I would say. Yeah, okay. yeah sweet. Uh, and then, oh, what was I so saying? So $1,500 each for all of this accommodation and um Traveling. like traveling between like trains and planes and stuff just just so that you're aware while she talks about all of this and this is like a week or two of stuff so some of the stuff that you book try and book places that is free cancellation the amount of times i've booked in for the wrong dates and then cancel it to book again or i want to book somewhere else because it looks better or it's cheaper it's really helpful there was one place in ventimiglia which is quite a small town that we had to pay up front but it was only 150 bucks so we did that and Only. we didn't. <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> My wallet. Um, yeah. You had reading the fine print, the yeah. free cancellation stuff. Uh, so we booked all the train tickets first so that we knew what times we were getting in. And this oh, also smart. then helped with where you were booking. So I wanted to book somewhere that was semi-close to the train station. So it was walking distance for us. You've got to think about all these things. So I was on Google Maps kind of putting in the booking address and then the train station address, just seeing how doable it is for walking distance and then checking the fine print for when you can check in at the hostels or wherever you're staying because there's one flight that we get in at like 9.30 at night and a lot of um, check-in times don't go till that late. So just finding ones where you can ask if they can accommodate that or not is really important and how they take payments so I've booked two hostels in Croatia and one of them only takes cash payments so knowing that before we go this is going to be further down I'll travel Mm. uh, bringing that cash in because we were prepared for it and yeah actually I think that was all I had for that just book it oh booking in advance actually so booking plane tickets they're only going to go up like your brother said Finn 
Uh, mm. The later we wait to book plane tickets, just they're going to go up in price. They already did by the time I waited like a week. Yeah. So kind of booking them in advance is really helpful. Just the travel aspect. Accommodation, you know, you can kind of be a bit more loose with it, but just getting to places, it's just better to know, and especially with planes. I think the biggest, um, the biggest, like, really smart thing you can do is, is you know, you said the free, the free cancellations and and the book in advance and stuff. But the biggest thing, and this is from experience because Maddie did it for us last time, is having accommodation close to your travel points, whether that's your um, airport or whether that's your train station, whether that's your main hub, like for buses or whatever. Because when you're tired and you're traveling, like. A 10 minute walk versus a 40 minute walk or having to spend more money on a taxi is a massive difference, especially late at night or just at any time. So having a look, what you do, you just went on Google Maps and just sort of looked where everything was. Yeah, just and copy and paste the decisions based off that. Pardon? And then just made your decisions based off that. Like yeah. Where we were. yeah. Yeah. Just doing that, I think, is probably the smartest thing. And yeah, allow, allow time for it. Like I, I, I was pretty hands off with it. I was like, you do it. Uh, you have fun with it. You organize. I'll like, give you the card. I say that like I'll give you the card and I'll pay for everything. I just meant like I'll give you my money that I owe you. Um, and that's just because I know I'm not the kind of guy who likes to organize stuff, whereas Sam is. Um, and I'm not necessarily the best at it, uh, whereas Sam and Maddie were very good. So knowing that depending on who you're traveling with or who you are as a traveler uh, and accommodating that into it and then also yeah like sam's been doing it quite a lot for the last week uh she's been spending a lot of time on it so it will take a bit of time and just being aware of that the last thing that sort of came out of that was oh hand up yeah i've got one more thing to say okay get in there (laughs) Read the reviews on the accommodation sites uh, because yeah. the places that I cancelled was because Read the one star ones. I was yeah I was rushing and just booking for the sake of it and there was one that I booked us into. It was one of the reviews was like it's like staying at your grandma's house and I was like okay let's cancel this one and book a hostel. But reading the reviews is it might be just a given like you might do that anyway. But just taking the time to do it and Don't not read rushing the five star to do ones, it. Read the bad ones yeah. and let that. But also, that. if there's no bad ones, then it's a bit suspicious. Yeah, <laughs> you know. But yeah. yeah, but yeah, the last thing that we wanted to talk about, I actually just did like a little clip on this for the um, Instagram or whatever, and it was the budgeting thing. So we sort of. We sort of had probably after the main flights, we probably had about, I want to say like three to four grand each. I'd say four grand. Yeah. I want to say that we had about four grand each. This was after the Kentucky as well, was it? Mm. Or j- oh, as well? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So after the flights and after the Kentucky, yeah. we had about four grand each for the eight weeks. For spending. That we're over here for spending. But that included all the accommodation and all the flights and stuff. So it was kind of scary this week. And I kind of had a mini freak out because 1500 bucks each is coming out of our accounts for all these things. And it's our very first week. And all of a sudden we have no, like a lot less money than what we thought we would. And, and these little things add up and they're, they're only ever going to add up as well. So I think a big realization for us was that uh, unsurprisingly, probably for you guys listening to this, we didn't budget enough 
Not that we really could have changed it, but we probably didn't start saving early enough. Or, well, we're going to find this we out by the end of the we trip. We weren't frugal enough. That's how it seems now. But yeah. yeah, I think the big thing that I sort of said was it's all, when you look at your budget, it's like, oh yeah, I got four grand. So it's probably like 400, 500 bucks a week. But in reality, it's not going to be a perfect amount every week. That's going to be the same. No, like it's, it's probably gonna, like $500 on it's accommodation be a week. Yeah, it's going to be, oh my gosh, all this is coming out right now and then we won't have any costs for another week and then we have all these other costs so it was a bit of a freak out uh but it was definitely like a budget early save more than you think we could have saved an extra few hundred bucks if we didn't go out for um you know all those lunches and extra snacks but we do enjoy it the Um, amount of uh british lollies and sweets that we've been buying as well we've already been spending money on that but (laughs) But yeah, we're just a little reflection and, and it'll be interesting to see because that's how we feel now is a little bit freaked out and a little bit nervous and, you know, we're going to make it work. We have to, but it was a little bit worrying looking at all the costs come up out of nowhere that we sort of hadn't really thought about or not acknowledged. So it'll be interesting in, in eight weeks once we've done everything to see how we go. Yeah. I think that's the podcast. Yeah. That was amazing. You're getting very good at this. Thank you. okay so hopefully out of that podcast uh you got a little bit out of it in terms of long haul long haul flights probably going to get sick and if you do that's okay don't stress uh book things early in terms of all the booking look at the free cancellations look at it close to uh where you're going or where you're coming from and then yeah, the budgeting piece. But yeah, it was a pretty good podcast. It was a pretty good part too, if I if I say so myself. We're going into London today. We're about to train in. About to head to London town. <laughs> hoi hoi. Oi oi. Oh, he hasn't stopped saying oi oi. Oi oi. Listen to Alan Ab. Listen to Alan Ab. Oi oi. Whoa one. Oh. Picking up the slang, man. You're right. You're right. Okay. Sorry for that uh, word vomit. Thanks so much for listening to Alan Ab. Catch you next week. Probably with a awesome banked episode from one of my amazing females that I've interviewed recently. Uh, if not, it'll be another one of us talking schmack. Until then, take care of yourself. Much love. Catch you next week on LNF. Cheer. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of LNF with me, the host, Finn Barnett. And uh, it, whether it was me or just uh, another guest that was on there as well, go check them out if there was a guest on here. Um, if you want some more LNF, go to LNF.com. That's the hub for everything that you need. Um, all the Instagram, the social media, the YouTube, the extra stuff, the recommendations, the newsletters, the everything, all the value adds, it's all at alanav.com. So that's the best bang for buck. And if you're an Instagram kind of guy or gal or whatever, uh, check out our LNAV podcast. Uh, that's our handle for Instagram, TikTok, um, and I think just about everything else as well. So more LNAV, go check us out at alanav.com. See you on the next episode of LNAV. Thanks for listening. See you soon. Cheers.